A viewer to this show sent in three viral TikTok videos that some very confused little chickadee had made making arguments for abortion. And she said, Michael, please, I implore you, please destroy these arguments with facts and logic. We have already gone through the first two. We will get to the third video right now. First things first, please ignore my shirt. I had to go to a Halloween school thing and I was lazy, so I went as a strawberry. Just let it happen. I've been getting a lot of comments from men on my pro-choice videos saying that they're totally fine with a woman's right to terminate if her health is at risk or her body is in jeopardy, but I don't think that these misogynists realize. Okay, take a pause real quick. You'll often hear this, well, I oppose abortion except for cases of rape, incest, or a risk to the life of the mother. Now, the the logic here doesn't make a lot of sense. Obviously, rape is a heinous crime. It's one of the most heinous crimes there is. Incest, too. But if the logic of abortion is either the baby's a baby or the baby's not a baby, then the the method of conception doesn't really matter to the rights of the baby. Obviously, there can be heinous crimes involved, but we're still talking about, is the baby a baby or is the baby not a baby? And is is it okay to kill babies? Then, when you get to the question of the risk to the life of the mother, this basically does not exist. There is no complication or disease or ailment for which the cure is an abortion. There are ailments that women can have and complications and diseases and whatever, where treating that ailment will result, will almost certainly result in the death of the baby. But this is different than saying that abortion is the cure and you should, you should have an abortion as the cure. A way to understand this is the law of double effect, the idea that I can intend to do something and something else may result from that, but that is not the intended effect. That's a double effect. And that, that would be the case in abortions you know, for, for the life of the mother. If, uh, if a, a pregnant woman has an advanced cancer and she undergoes radiation or chemotherapy for that cancer, and that treatment results in the end of her pregnancy, it's not as though she went out to have an abortion to kill the baby to treat the ailment. That was a secondary effect. And by the way, rape, incest, risk to the life of the mother account for less than 1% of all abortions. 99% plus are just elective abortions, just because a woman wants to... Let's get smashed tonight. Oh, yeah, let's get drunk. Kill her kid, just because a woman doesn't want to go through having a baby. I don't really mean to minimize the responsibility that comes with having a baby and the emotions and women can often feel abandoned. And so I, I understand the psychological aspect going into it, but please don't pretend to me that it's because of a risk to the life of the mother. That, uh, that just is not the case. All right, go on. They're openly admitting that the only thing about a woman that they find valuable is her physical existence and her body, because unless her body is at risk, they don't care about her opinions or her desires even when those opinions and desires are about the state of her body. Okay, pause. So it's obviously not just about the state of her body. It's in part about the state of her body, but it's primarily about this other body, this other human being. So when this young woman spouts off about abortion, what she is showing is that she doesn't care about about the baby's spiritual or physical existence. And she says, okay, you only care about the, you know, the mother if the mother's physical health is in jeopardy. But what about her opinions? Well, if they're wrong opinions, then I don't care about them. Any opinion I hold is objectively correct. I know that now we're supposed to believe that women can never be wrong and they can never tell lies and hashtag believe all women, but women can be wrong. Like this woman, for instance, is quite wrong. And so no, I I don't care about her opinion. I don't think that her stupid opinion should be respected. Just like I don't think that the opinions of Jeffrey Dahmer should be respected. Just like I don't think the opinions of ignorant people or people who have a perverse view of, of society and politics should be respected either. That's what we do here. We, in, in self-government, 
we use our faculties of reason and moral conscience to form a vision of the world and of justice and of good and of evil. And then we come together and we make laws about that. We make laws about how we want to live. That's why we have laws against murder. And I don't care if someone doesn't share my view on murder. I don't, I don't respect their opinion if they are pro-murder. And I think that would be an apt analogy in this case. Okay, go on. Women do not have to be in danger to be valuable. And every single pregnancy poses health risks. And women have every right to decide whether or not they want to take those risks and endure those risks. Pause. No, they don't. <laughs> Shut up! I mean, so first of all, in 99% plus of cases, the, the woman is making that risk calculation when she decides to have sex. What happens when you have sex? Well, the point of sex is to have a baby. Marriage is about procreation, okay? And sometimes women and men try to go to extremes to not have a baby, but sometimes that happens anyway. Well, you've already made that risk. But furthermore, even in those really extreme fringe awful cases of rape, incest, you know, whatever, you know, where a, a, a woman's bodily autonomy was not, was not the, the primary focus, well, yeah, you're, what you're describing is a crime. What you're describing is suffering, just like if someone trips and falls, just like if someone comes down with a terrible disease, just like if, just like if someone suffers a misfortune, as you would if a crime were perpetrated against you. Not everything will come down to your will and your desire because this is an imperfect world and our wills and our desires are not always rightly ordered and they're certainly not always right, respected. You're doomed. And so that's what we're seeing here. And the question is, if you suffer some kind of misfortune, does that give you the right to kill a baby? And what, what this woman's taking it even further. She goes, if something happens and then I, I come to regret, you know, I took a risk and then the risk didn't work out for how I was hoping it would, uh, do I then have the right to, to kill my baby? And the answer obviously is no. So you guys need to fucking learn that a woman doesn't have to be threatened in order for her opinions to matter. Okay. Well, you know, she's very confused. She's a young woman. She's very confused. I'll tell you, when I was young, I I supported abortion when I was a teenager. I, I, I don't know. I obviously hadn't thought very much about it in my life. And uh, I was from a very liberal place. And I don't think I knew a single pro-life person. And it was so pervasive in the culture and in the classrooms and in, on TV and in the movies and in the newspapers that I just assumed that everyone supported abortion. And I just assumed that all those knuckle-dragging pro-lifers, they just hated women. I mean, I shared many of the prejudices that this woman uh, seems to exhibit. But then I thought about the issue. No, you can't do that. Then I, I spoke to, uh, I was actually a woman bioethicist who convinced me that many of my arguments, all of my arguments fell completely flat. I was making arguments that would be the same sort of argument for her as she did killing a bunch of orphans. I was making arguments that didn't make sense in the real world. And so I say in a spirit of love and charity, I hope that whoever this young woman is, uh, takes a look at this video. And I hope that people who are on the fence about this, who are trying to work their way through abortion and pro-life and a culture of death and a culture of life. Look at these issues as they are and they, and they don't fall into glib, you know, slogans. My body, my choice. Women's health. F you. F this. You know, that you could see at the end because the woman can't figure out her own ideas because she can't make an argument. She just starts using vulgar language and yelling and this kind of emotional insinuation. But just look at the issue as it is. Look at the baby as he is. We have medical technology now that will allow us to do that. Do you really believe that you have the right to kill that baby. That's, that's really what the question comes down to. And it's why all of the people who are making these kinds of arguments do everything they can to dance around the central fact. There it is. Three viral videos, one very confused chickadee, not a single good argument for abortion made. I want to thank Maddie for sending in those three videos. 
I'm happy to be able to smack them all down. If you have any uh, videos that you've come across that you think are making really weak arguments, but you're not quite sure where the problem is, please send them in and we will see you next time. Thank you.